1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Eddie Howe will not be the next Celtic manager. Talks have broken down after he was unable to assemble the backroom staff he wanted. The club are now understood to be in advanced talks with another candidate. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Alex Ray. Yeah, good evening. Uh, what a remarkable turnaround at Parkhead today. The announcement that Eddie Howe will not be the new Celtic manager. I think everyone at Celtic Park felt as if it was a done deal and when you look at it now we were just waiting for confirmation to come out of Celtic Park and it now seems that they have moved to plan B but having waited 13 weeks for this to transpire you know you can understand why fans group are saying hold back with your season ticket money there's a real kind of mess Occurring and it's on the back of a horrendous season A huge, huge piece of news Three months in the making really this one And we want to hear from you 01419511025 I'm sure the lines will be very busy tonight But we'll make sure to get through as many of you as possible We have had a statement from Celtic in the last hour So I'll read that to you now Uh, After the collapse of the deal They said following very positive and detailed discussions with Eddie Howe With the belief that he would be an excellent candidate For the position of Celtic manager We allowed time for the process Given he'd previously made it clear He was not looking to return to management Until this summer at the earliest We can now confirm Eddie will not be joining the club For reasons out with both his and Celtic's control We wish Eddie success for the future The statement goes on to say As part of the ongoing process We have engaged with a number of candidates We fully appreciate our fans will be seeking clarity on the matter And we aim very shortly to announce the appointment of a manager With the quality and desire to take Celtic forward And bring further success to our supporters What do you make of that Alex? Well the thing that strikes me Andrew Is it's no one's to blame Out with their control Celtic uh, and, and from Eddie's point of view That doesn't quite stack up for me When you consider that it's been ongoing for 13 weeks They should have had assurances well in advance of this If it was a stumbling block with his coaching staff uh, Or the guys that he was trying to recruit from Bournemouth Surely have that conversation when you have been approached for the job You get assurances from these guys So if it's not that Then we heard about the bonus situation Which was uh, leading up to Bournemouth's playoff Which was last weekend So that is now passed by as well So there should not be any stumbling blocks And for it to break down after 13 weeks Is nothing short of astonishing If the Celtic fans come on here tonight and go They must be kind of scratching their head And wondering with the leadership Or lack of leadership We have been saying for months About you know the January review that never came They've been very silent over the coming weeks Saying the process And this is what they fire out tonight Saying no one's to blame It doesn't stack up well, let's not mess about. Let's get straight to the phones. 0141 is the number you need. Brian is a Celtic fan up first. Brian, are you able to sum up your emotions for us? Utter shambles. Utter shambles. We are an utter shambles from the top to the bottom. I have been accused a million times. Maybe I'm exaggerating there, but I've been accused of having my green tinted glasses on when... The, the whole thing when Brendan Rodgers was uh, was ushered in, again, Brendan was made promises apparently that it didn't come up about. We were then given Neil Lennon, who I absolutely loved to this day, and I, I don't care what anybody says, Neil Lennon was not given the backing that he should have been given. Celtic, a Champions League club, a big club, acting like a bloody Sunday League, and that's me actually being rude to Sunday League teams. 
Celtic have had 13 weeks to get this over the line. Get the deal done. Get the deal done. Get in. Get the man in. Whoever the man is. If it was Howe or if it was anybody. Act like a big Champions League club. Like a team that should be winning uh, Scottish leagues. And that, no disrespect to Rangers last year. Celtic threw everything away. Everything away. And turning round and coming out with some absolute lame excuse. There is not one Celtic fan that can be happy tonight with any of this. It is absolutely disgusting. The way that they're treating fans and they're asking for our season ticket money. Well, the green-tinted glasses are off. I uh, challenge Celtic to prove me wrong. But who are they going to get in? Who at this, has this been running tandem? We, we, you know, are, are they away looking at other A-lister managers, A-lister management teams? Because the job to do, guys, the job to do is massive. Let's not be uh, any bones about this. It is absolutely massive. They have to get it right. For the Champions League, forget about it. If they don't get this right, forget about it for a couple of seasons. And a, a Rangers team that I'm not... Uh, congratulations, the first team I've spoke since the Rangers won the league. Well done. First Rangers team to win the league and I don't know how long, you know. But Celtic absolutely pulled their pants that one. And they're doing an absolute brilliant job of saying, well, when you go Rangers, go for two in a row. Because they're not going to get some A-lister management team to come in and, at the last minute, take them into the Champions League, get the team ready for the, for the, the beginning of the season. You need time. You need absolutely much more. That 13 weeks would have been better spent getting somebody decent in and then having a right good go to it. If it costs money to get them in, get but them Brian, in Brian, and get the Champions League money. Brian, what I'm, what I'm seeing here is they had put all their eggs in one basket and that was Eddie Howe. They have, I agree with you, in, in the handling and how they've went about this is bordering on amateur hour because they have had this. Within that statement earlier on that we just read there the now from Andrew, they said that they have already started negotiation. For me, that's them scrambling to try and rectify this situation because you're going to have callers throughout the course of this hour, Andrew. Guys like Brian, who are staunch, they are steeped in Celtic tradition and they're watching the club go from one mess to the next. And if this is exactly what you're seeing tonight, you know, you're looking at this, the statement doesn't even make sense and they will now have to get a manager in, in position. I think it's just over three weeks this Monday that they go back to pre-season. Yeah, 17th. When you when you look at the actual personnel Now we've spoke about this over the course of the last couple of months All the players are coming and going You look at the five players uh, uh, Sorry, the four players who were in loan You look at the three players And Edward, Christie, Ayer They'll be gone They'll be gone There was an ex-Celtic player last night saying If you get Eddie Howe in He might galvanise these three guys And they might sign long-term contracts Where does that leave them now? It's an absolute mess uh, thank you to Brian Let's go straight back To the phones Jerry is a Celtic fan In Erskine Jerry are you able to sum up How you're feeling tonight? Well not yet Pat, uh, Pal I've, I've just heard it My son read it out On his phone I can't believe I've actually got through on the, on the first ring But anyway um, My immediate thoughts are um, They clearly never thought That Howe was going to Knock this back So I'm afraid I don't believe the fact That they're in advanced talks With somebody else How could they possibly be In advanced talks With somebody else If they were clearly expecting How to sign on the dotted line Who have they been speaking to They might have spoken to somebody Two or three months ago But they cannot say That's just to try and appease us Which which won't work How can they possibly say 
they've been in advance talks with another candidate. Well, that's the thing, Alex. We've them a week ago. Sorry, Jerry. I'll let you back in. That, that's the thing, yeah. Alex. We, we've heard from Celtic sources that they are in advance talks with with another candidate. Whether that is true or not, Celtic need to make an appointment. They need to make the right yeah. an appointment, and they need to make it very quickly. Yeah, we, we just mentioned the preseason, and Jerry's right there. Uh, the actual statement says they're advanced advanced talks. This news has just broke. I think everybody at Celtic realizes that. They, I think, they released their season tickets two days ago, two or three days ago. So that would suggest that they are actually trying to get a manager in place, which everybody. And anybody thought it was going to be anyhow It hasn't materialised And I believe that they're now scrambling about To try and get a manager in place Because you have three weeks Before you're back up and running You're trying to get your personnel You have to get shape in place With the first call of Brian talking about the Champions League How do you get all these players in and out of the club And replaced in such a short period of time There's no director of football in place either for a, for a club that was so well run Up until the start of this season You know they'd, they'd uh, So much success To actually be where they are now It's an ultimate collapse it's in, They must be embarrassed About what's going on there Jerry, just how much pressure Is there on the Celtic board To, to get this appointment done Correctly and quickly Now after this Well it's, it's, it's monumental pressure I mean the fact is Even if how uh, Got a taxi to Parkhead tomorrow so much work for them to do. You also, apart from the the, the players that uh, that Alec mentioned there, we need to make a decision on Hendry and Shved and Bolingoli and Bio. Um, I think there's even another one I've forgotten. Uh, the five loanees that are out in Europe, are we going to just dismiss them, give them another chance? I mean, people are talking about Hendry coming back because yeah. we're yeah. so short at the back. And certainly, if Ayer goes, we might keep him for a month or so. But I don't know, has is, is Mackang actually picked up the the, 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 the reins yet? So it's from Tuesday. Tuesday yet. is his first official day. He's obviously been in at Celtic right. for a okay. couple of weeks now, but he officially takes over from Peter Lowell on Tuesday. This this whole process oh, would have been done by... Sorry, Jerry. I think this whole process would have been overseen by Peter Lowell. You know, he has had total control of the club for a long... Just now on 20 years, 17, 18 years. And he would have seen this through the actual process. I think that's the reason why they got Mackay in, just to kind of... Be a bystander to to this But they still haven't got it right And uh, you're absolutely right I think some of the guys you were mentioning there Would be like Bolingoli And then you have Sham. But you also have guys like Barkas Is he going to be there next season as well? Then you look at the players that were actually sold Who were not replaced And this is the, the, Whoever comes in with this job You look at El Hamed, Frimpong, Klamala They've already gone out So that's three players that need replaced On top of four lone players And then you have the, the, the three main uh, players Edward Christie Ayer And then you have all these Fringe players like Rogic uh, Beaton uh, And Cham Bolingoli Barkas Is Henry Getting into the last year Of his contract You know Going to cash in on him So So much work to be done Well thank you To Jerry. Next up is John And Old Kilpatrick John What are your thoughts tonight Hello oh, uh, I'm disappointed That Eddie Howe wasn't, wasn't chosen And it seems According to news reports Because he wasn't Allowed to bring His own back Room team Now we don't, we don't Really know that uh, well, the, th- the thing is Cel- Celtic are saying It was out with their control And it was out with Eddie Howe's control So we understand That it's a complication To do with his backroom staff He couldn't assemble The backroom staff That he wanted uh, Coaches like Stephen Purchase Simon Weatherstone Guys at, at Bournemouth That he wanted yeah, to bring Wanted well. to bring what's with wrong, him What's wrong with that? I mean they did the job At Bournemouth I mean it was His team that did the job Why should uh, Eddie Howe Have other people Imposed on him Like John Kennedy For instance 
Well, that's the, that's the thing, Alex. We're, we're not 100% sure at the moment whether it's a... Well, I mean, Celtic are saying it's out with their control, out with yeah, uh, Eddie Howe's control. So does that lead you to think that it was just... Whether it was, you the know, stuff. financially they weren't able to, it was maybe the, the, the guys didn't want to move? Seeing years going by, any manager that had a backroom, a cloth had a good backroom staff. You know, any good managers... Even Celtic managers have had uh, good backroom staffs. And, and Eddie Howe had his own backroom staff. It did a great job, a magnificent job at Bournemouth. And yet he wants to bring his own back. And Celtic are saying, no, if that is the case, you know, I, I, I don't quite understand John, that. John, John, see when the negotiations start three months ago, Eddie Howe says that he wants three players in. See if he wasn't getting these staff approved back then. Then the deal wouldn't have got off the ground and they'd have moved on to someone a lot quicker and they're doing they've been waiting for him now. Eddie Howe would have actually approached the three guys and goes, I've got the I've been offered a job at Celtic. Yeah. Uh, and and what would have happened there is he would have got assurances off the three of them that they were coming. He would have approached Celtic and says, These three guys are coming on my, my coaching staff. Are you happy with that? Celtic my my opinion would have went, yes. Otherwise the deal would have broke down three, four what month ago, whatever it was, thirteen weeks ago. So for that to break down, I don't. That doesn't stack up to me. Uh, how that hasn't been put in place a long time ago? Why we've waited thirteen weeks for this to break down at the last, the last minute? Doesn't stack up. It seems Celtic they want to bring a manager, but they want to impose other people as a backroom team on the new manager for whatever reason. I don't understand that. But John, see, if John, the John, John, if they were trying to impose this on Eddie Howe. Why would Eddie Howe wait 13 weeks to go, do you know what, I'm not doing this? At the very offset, because this is a guy that's in demand. You know, there's a few teams in England after him, what he did at Bournemouth. So he would have actually had this discussion. So it's not, if he was being uh, uh, told that he has to bring in Celtic men from in, maybe John Kennedy, maybe Peter Grant, then he would have said for the off. Because the, what I do know about management is, you, that's when you have got your strongest, when you have the bargaining power at the beginning. Then obviously when you're in, then you have to work with what you've got. But, for it to break down now is nothing short of astonishing. I mean, is this maybe evidence that Celtic need more, or Celtic fans, sorry, need more communication from the people upstairs at Celtic because they've had this statement out after the story's broken in, in news outlets, but there's still so many questions that fans need answered and probably won't hear them until there's a new manager sat in place with Dominic Mackay sat next to him taking questions from the media. Yeah, but will that new manager have that information Why the, the previous guy that... No, but I mean Dominic Mackay will be sat next to him yeah, taking so, questions so, as well. So, so, that's... so possibly, but I, I know what Dominic Mackay will say if, he, if he's in post, he'll turn around and go like, ah, listen, we're here to talk about the new manager. Well, no, that's by the by, that's passed by. And they'll not even uh, broach that situation. So there has to be a little bit of clarity. There's a lot of Celtic fans out there who are really... Upset about the how this has played out They are irate about the way the season went And on the back of this you're just, They're just going from one disaster to the next And they need to start acting professional They need to get someone in the door pronto And they need to make that appointment But there's real pressure on this new manager And on the new board when they, when they, when they come in Well thank you to John 01419511025 is the number you need And you could be speaking to us next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Alex Ray here with me Andrew McLean In the second part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard The huge news That Eddie Howe will not be The Celtic manager breaking today The club say that they hope to announce A different manager Very shortly I'll get straight back to the phones Because it is so busy tonight First up is Tony uh, Tony what, what are your thoughts? Hi there um, Yeah my thoughts are that I think the Celtic fans Are just going to love it OTT. I'm a Celtic fan myself. Um, you can't tell me that Celtic, a size, a club that size, haven't had a plan B. Of course they've got a plan B. Every company goes into, you know, negotiations with new managers, with new employees, with, you know, new people, and always have a plan B. Yeah, you got to remember, Neil Lennon is our plan B, and they've done well for the club. You can't tell me that, you know, yeah, they might have put our eggs into one basket here for Eddie Howe, but at the end of the day, we've put our eggs into one basket before and never worked out, and we've always moved on. We're a massive club, of course we'll move on, and we will get somebody else that comes in. They may not have all the time in the world to put everything together, but I do think we will get there. I don't think we need to panic the way everyone's going. Alex, do you agree that Celtic will have had other people lined up just in case something like uh, this happened? Well, listen, the longer the thing that strikes me, Andrew, is that... that this deal was not signed, sealed and delivered. You know, we've waited so long. Uh, even if you got the contract signed with even the 1st of June when he, when he came into post. And we've obviously got Tony on there. He's trying to be ph- uh, philosophical about, you know, the way things are. A clo- of course the club will move on. But you have to look at the here and now. They have waited 13 weeks and two days since Neil Lennon. And I, I, I would suggest that they were looking... At candidates a couple of months before that because of the way things were going you know it was such a, a poor uh, just before Christmas for Neil Lennon so they've had months and months and months they have had this in the forefront of the mind where they wanted Eddie Howe the we, the, you'll actually get callers out there going ah oh, we might have dodged a bullet or if he doesn't want to be here then move on to the next one the problem is that Celtic's waited so long for this guy hence the reason why they've held off season tickets renewal because they felt as if he was going to come in I think this is an 11th hour when they've just went it's, it's, it's died in its backside And you look at that And you look at what's next for Celtic And we've been saying for weeks upon weeks About the timescale And it's because of the turnover of players That's going to happen this, this summer And how difficult it is to get players out And how, how difficult it is to get the right players in They don't even have a, he- a head of recruitment So who, who is the list? Who's compiled that list? Is it Nicky Hammond? Who had a disaster last year in the transfer market. So who is it's actually going to bring these players in? Because they would have been looking in, in discussions with Eddie Howe about potential guys coming in. And you now have to go back to uh, the, the start to, to, to get a new manager in. Tony, this season there's obviously been a lot of frustration from Celtic fans from a lot of things that have happened. Are you still confident that the Celtic board will you know, be able to act quickly and get the right man for the job? I think the Celtic board will act quickly. Yeah, they will act quickly and get somebody in for the job. I'm not going to say that it's not a massive blow to lose Eddie Howe and the time scale. Of course it is. There's a lot of prep that goes into a season. But there's a lot of prep that goes into a season. You still win things with a squad that we've got. I'm not for one second disputing that Rangers are a good team or any other team in the league are a good team. Celtic is my main priority. I think about my club. I think we'll still get there. I think we'll still get a manager in. I still think we'll get some players in. And we will lose some. Of course we will. And when we lose players, we'll always replace them. We have always managed to replace a player. There's no player that's irreplaceable. And there's no player that's irreplaceable at any club. Management come and go. 
we need to just bide our time. We'll get the right person in. Yeah, prepping for the season is going to be difficult without, you know, the time scale that they've got. But everyone works to their means, and if we can get somebody in now in the next couple of days, whether it be in the next week, we still have time to prep. We still have time to get players in. We still have time to move players on. I think we're panicking too much over the whole Eddie Howe thing. Eddie Howe was always going to hold off. The rules job came up. You know, that result, you know, there's lots of different jobs came up. Of course he was going to hold off. He's been touted for loads of jobs. I was never holding my breath for Eddie Howe. Well, thank you to Tony. Next up is Sean in Motherwell. Sean, how are you feeling tonight? Uh, Deja vu, mate. Deja vu in a different kind of sense because, well, a wee bit later this time last year, Deja Foster, the coming, is he gone? You're hanging on, then at the end of the day, he's not there. Then I I just got a wee bit of that feeling today. When I seen it on my phone, I was like, Again, I see that's the most Celtic thing to happen recently. I just think that I don't know if I'm just being dead negative, but honestly, mate, it's just it's one thing to another. It's just brutal, man. That's the thing, Alex. You, you look at the last season for Celtic, yeah. and, and Sean's talking about missing out on Fraser Forster. There was then, you know, the, the humiliations in Europe. There was the exits in the cups. There's yeah. uh, you even look to the January transfer window. Looked as if they were going to get Ben Davis from Preston at the last minute. He goes to Liverpool. They end up losing the league to Rangers in March. It just seems to be one thing after another yeah. for Celtic, and this is just the next thing in a long line of, of things that seem to be going wrong for Celtic yeah. at the moment and as I said earlier on Celtic have uh, done things very well over a long period of time but over the course of the last year it has and I think Sean makes a good point there because on the back of losing Fraser Foster hanging on they lost Craig Gordon to Hearts then they brought Barkas and, and, and that was an absolute disaster and there'll be a real concern that because they've lost a, a manager of Eddie Howe's quality now he, he has a philosophy he has a free-flowing style of play that the, the next manager comes in might not have the same impact uh, just by that one example of last year because it was a bit of a panic to bring in Barkas and, and it, it didn't work. So there'll be a concern for guys like Sean that this will be the case for the next Celtic manager. Sean, how has that been as a Celtic fan going from you know winning every trophy going to basically everything going wrong that could possibly go wrong this season? Uh, uh, they used to say a thing across the, across the city, the banter years, mate, I think that's it feels a bit like that, but that would have felt like, I think. Uh, I don't know, mate. It's just, it's hard to watch, but... It's just, it's hard to watch. As I say, when I seen that today, I wasn't even surprised. Do you know that? I genuinely wasn't even surprised. Is that a big worry for the Celtic board, Alex, that Celtic fans are at the point where things are going wrong and are now just expecting it, like Sean says? Yeah, no, listen... <laughs> The problem I've got is Celtic, I keep emphasising the timescale. You know, we, we obviously, Tony, the last caller, and we've got Sean here. There's a real concern about where they're going as a club because they have gone from one nightmare to the next. You, you rightly said that then. Last evening, if you take it back to last summer, Fraser Foster didn't quite go over the line. They sign a goalkeeper, it's poor. They end up at the start of the season, you know, and then obviously the rest, you know, Ferran, Ferran Varos. Then you've got Ross County. Then you get knocked out of the, the, the Scottish Cup by your oldest rivals. And then... You lose the, the, the league title uh, So it's been a very barren year But we have to think about the here and now Andrew There's a real concern with Celtic fans Because of that timescale And because of the way the club's actually currently operating Because of the turnover of players There's no director of football The, the main chief executive has been there for years So you've got a new novice guy coming into football So there's a lot of things for Celtic fans to be worried about at the moment Sean, where do Celtic go here? Have you even had time to consider that from the news today? 
I was looking at uh, obviously I had a wee check on Skybet or there is other gambling companies out there but um, please gamble responsibly as well uh, sorry I forgot to mention that uh, <laughs> and whoever the favourite is I've never even heard of him honestly it's it's, a, it's some European guy I've never even heard of I honestly I wanted it how but there's no point in dwelling over it there's no point in saying oh he was probably wasn't the right fit because that's just been bitter and daft because it's not worked out but if I had to take someday I like Jack Ross but I don't see that happening but I don't know I really don't see I don't know who would actually take it it's like a poison chalice Sean would you be Sean would you be concerned at the moment uh, if a foreign manager came in so late in the day you know with the turnover of players and things and trying to get his foot up and running early doors I, I think it'd be a very difficult ask for, for a foreigner to come in under these circumstances I agree there mate because it is, it's a hard time to fit with them as you know what it's like do you know what I mean but um, especially a manager who's, who doesn't really know the Sc- I know it's got some pure cliche doesn't know the Scottish game I know it's it's not the best game in the world but it's still a hard game to come in you see all a lot of players coming over and say like for England and no making it then what what I would like is I don't think other Celtic fans have got to agree with me but see the, the way the, rain, the, the way Rangers done it with the Gerrard and they gave him time I know they were just patient and patient but I think it'll be a project I think it'll need to be because I don't see any names out there saying oh go get him do you know what I mean I don't see any names out there like go get him you need to put, push all put all your uh, eggs in one basket because they've done that already how and he's just basically patched you at the last minute is that the problem, Alex? You know, Sean's saying that he would want to give the next Celtic manager time, but yeah. time is not something you often get in football in Glasgow. Yeah, listen, I think when Steven Gerrard came on into Rangers, it was ground zero. You know, they were getting often beat fours and fives off of their biggest rivals. And so I think he was allowed time because of the gulf. Don't forget at that particular time, you know, it was Brendan Rodgers were, you know, they were really flying. And for, since he left, it's just been a slow demise. Obviously, they've won a few trophies on, on the back of that, uh, or quite a few uh, trophies for Celtic. But what they're actually witnessing just now, this current season has been an unmitigating uh, disaster. And the concern will be that this is, goes on for a period of time. Now, the new manager should get time in terms of bringing his own players, but it will depend on how they're actually going with that. You know, if, if there's progress and there's signs of shoots of progress, then... By all means back him to the help But the way this is played out I, th- I feel as if it just puts more pressure on the guy coming in the door Because he has to hit the ground running He has to get a massive turnover of players He's got the Champions League qualifiers to contend with And you know As I said Because of the time scale that they've waited this time uh, 13 weeks is just beyond belief Well thank you to Sean 01419511025 one o two five. If you want to get involved, and this news is clearly reaching all over Europe because Scott is phoning from Rocklaw in Poland. Scott, what are your thoughts tonight? Um, just, just as the same as the previous caller, Sean. Um, I'm just a bit, a bit scared up with everything that's going on at the moment. Um, I, I heard the news today, and to be honest, I just wanted to down tools and go back to the hotel and have a beer. I didn't even want to work after after listening to it, you know. Um, so the, the the thing the thing that I wanted to talk about is you know the size of Celtic. And the business acumen that we've had in the past, where's the plan B in all this? You know, I know I know Sean had touched on it beforehand, but who have they got in the background? You know, is it is it Roy Keane? Is it to be honest, that name doesn't fill me with much much hope. I suppose that's the test now, Alex, yeah. isn't it? Sorry, Scott, we'll let you back in. But that that's the test now. Celtic have said they are um, you know, they want to announce a manager very shortly. Our sources say yeah. that they're in advanced in advanced talks with another candidate. Scott is asking 
Is there a plan B? What is the plan B? It'll come to fruition very quickly mm. whether Celtic do have a plan B or not. Yeah, listen, when I, when I heard that in the statement, uh, I thought it was as if they were just putting that out there to try and put out some fires. I don't believe that they have... Uh, advanced talks You know They may well be scrambling To actually get a manager In the door They would probably say If this doesn't go off the ground This guy f- fulfills a, a lot of the criteria But then he has to go And get the staff w- Where is their positioning And all this So you know They really are Trying to play catch up At the moment And I can understand uh, Scott Because when that news Broke today I, I was kind of taken back Because I thought it, Having waited And I, I keep emphasising So long For this to actually Pan out you know, there was a real excitement, there was a real zest amongst the Celtic fans at Eddie Howe. And we've heard, you know, like, uh, we've heard guys like um, Harry Redknapp talking in glowing terms of what he's going to bring to the table, table Eddie Howe. He's one of the most sought after managers. And then, you know, you get Paul Lambert saying, you know, you have to move on quickly. But the time that they've waited for this to actually pan out is, is really left them behind the, the, the black ball. Scott, how big a concern is this heading into this season? Because you know the new season is is almost upon us it feels like that there was yeah. the draw for the, the league cup group stage today i think celtic it's it's 3 weeks until they meet up for pre-season the fact that celtic don't have a manager in place is that a real concern for you going forward yeah of course it is i mean as you guys said the season's fast coming upon us um you've got guys that are out in the euros at the moment so they're going to be focusing on that um when they come back to the sort of domestic football you know are they are they going to have a manager there that they want to play under? Is there, is there going to be something there that they might not be happy with? You know, as Alec and yourself had said earlier on, all these players, Watson Edward, Christopher Ayer, Ryan Christie, these sort of players have you know been looking to maybe getting a move. Um, you know, they're left in limbo as much as the fans as well. And, and if we had any chance of, sort of retaining these players, then you know the news today. I don't. I don't think it's going to do them any favors. I don't think it's going to do the fans any favors either. I didn't. I didn't actually think that any of the three guys, uh, Edward, Christie, or Ayer, were going to hang about anytime soon. You, I'm absolutely certain that they would have been offered extended contracts because it's in Celtic's interest to have longer deals, particularly with the valuation on these guys. I, I wrote a little list of the players that are currently, you know, Bain, Forrest, Julian, Sorrow, Welsh, Taylor, Turnbull, McGregor, Mikey Johnson, who will most certainly be there. And then you have the three or four players like Sham, Beaton, Rogic, Barkas. I, f- I feel as if they have had their time at Celtic and run away at the door. So I, I've been on record as saying it's a minimum of 10 players, minimum of 10 players to come into the club. But you also have to factor in who's going out, who's going to be part of the, the big plan going forward. You have to get a manager who has a philosophy and instill that in the players in a short period of time before these Champions League qualifiers come round. Well, thank you to Scott in Poland. 01419511025 is the number you need. We could be speaking to you next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Of course, all the chat tonight has been about Eddie Howe. He will not be the next Celtic manager. Let's go straight back to the phones. Mark is a Celtic fan. Mark, what was your reaction to that today? Andrew, that doesn't surprise me. What happened tonight? There's only business surprises as long that's been that's been on the go for 13 weeks or so. There's um, the man that run their own Celtics. Need to take a right good look at yourself. This man that's putting all the money into Celtic because that's embarrassing tonight. Really embarrassing. So they put all your eggs into the one basket to get us lad Eddie Howe again. 
I go back to him and ask, he's done fine down there with Bournemouth, but what else has he done? But uh, There's two names I want to put forward tonight for the job. It's John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan. Why don't we go down that road? That, that's, who you, that's who you would want? Uh, no, that's what I don't want, but that's me just being kind of sarcastic. <laughs> that's who I would just put in place to. That's, that's just an oh, absolute... Well, well, I'll put that to Alex because uh, what, what would the reaction, what do you think the reaction would be if Celtic appointed John Kennedy now? You know, listen to Mark there. I can understand. You know, he's trying to show a bit of sarcasm there to a, a very serious point. And what I'm witnessing is a guy. It's at his end of his tether. Uh, you know, to to suggest John Kennedy and striking is beyond me. We've had callers on this show time after time where they have said that both of them should be removed from the club. Now, Mark's obviously said that there because I feel I sense that you know a real frustration from there. When you look at the ten games or so that John Kennedy had in post. Uh, Andrew, I think it was about a 40% win rate Which is nowhere near Celtic manager material So I don't see John Kennedy getting that job uh, Anytime soon I think, you know, I'm led to believe he's a very good coach He may well have to go away in uh, any stripes uh, To maybe have a crack at being the Celtic manager Further down the line But 100% he will not be the next Celtic manager Mark, do you trust that Celtic will be able to Make the right move now? No, Andrew, no chance now, mate No chance I don't know who that is. Alex quite right. They've not got anybody for a B plan. They've got no B plan. Look at the, the shambolic mess with Neil Lennon. There was nothing happening there. But, um, it's backfired again drastically, but uh, can't wait to hear that it happens in the next couple of days because that's it's just un- unbelievable what's happening tonight. Celtic, Celtic actually uh, last year, Andrew, threw everything at this. You know, the, they, they could have cashed in an Edward, Christie, Ayer last, last summer. So they managed to retain their big hitters. They, they thought at that particular time, and no one knows how uh, a loan deals and, and things are going to pan out. Their recruitment last summer was lauded by everyone as the best ever. And what's happened is they have took their eye off the ball in terms of how the club is actually being run. Because if you look at Celtic over the course of the last 10 years, they have always cashed in at the right time. They've sold players at the right time when it's top dollar. And they have allowed players like Edward, Christie and Ayer. I think I think Christie's down to the last six months, so he can effectively sign a pre-contract now. And they have a host of players who are uh, still to come back and loan. And they have left the structure and infrastructure on its knees. And as much as Peter Lawwell has been lauded for his... Uh, tenure over the course The here and now This is uh, an absolute shambles We're, we're watching the uh, play out at Parkhead Does this make you worry for the future Mark? Oh, for the next uh, Couple of seasons anyway Andrew I just I don't know where this club are, Where they're going I don't, I don't, The guys at the top of the tree Don't know where they're the club it's, That's even one bath But uh, we'll see what happens there in the next few weeks But uh, it's Not the best It's really poor Mark are you a season ticket holder? I used to be Alec, but I, I gave it up after the guys like Larson and yeah. other lads like Hatton, the lads across the city were playing, which were brilliant to watch. But after they left, it's yeah, really rough. I was getting, I was actually getting my season ticket to people who were getting me back. Sure. Couldn't go and watch it. It was that bad. Yeah, it's just when you obviously get fans group within, you know, the, the Celtic ranks saying, "Do not renew your season ticket," and, and the, as this is kind of kind of moving ahead, you just wonder where things are going to go because there'll be a real. Um, you know, the real kind of discontent at the moment. You know, there's a kind of you know discord between the board and the Celtic fans. And on the back of this today, you're just wondering where Celtic goes as a club. How much do you think timing is adding to the frustration of this? Because Celtic fans 
wanted change. You look at the, the protests in sort of yeah. October, November time. Eddie Howe has been out of a job for, for 12 months. Yeah. Celtic haven't had a permanent manager for three months. There yeah. seems to have been a lot of time and nothing to show for it. Yeah, I, listen, I'm on record as saying the lack of leadership within the Celtic hierarchy has been very evident throughout the course of this season. You know, I, I've, I've been on record as saying as when things are going great, then it's, you know, they're standing up and taking the, the plaudits. I think when you look how it's panned out over the course of this season, uh, I think they'll be looking now and thinking this is this has been an absolute nightmare. And going forward now, Peter Lawwell, you know, is into this uh, last season. He's trying to chase the the ten in a row, and he has uh, overseen this absolute mess. And he'll be desperate to try and at least go out the door and bring in a decent manager. You know, I, I, all being it'll be an eleventh hour. Thank you to Marco 141951-1025 is the number Giovanni has dialed Giovanni are you able to sum up for us how you're feeling? Totally deflated Celtic are renowned for breaking records and we're breaking another one here because I've never heard of known of any club three weeks away from pre-season training we haven't got a manager an assistant manager, a coach, a director of football, maybe somebody else on the management side, and 14 players that I've listed in front of me that probably, well, definitely will not be there next season. Bio, Sved, Henry and Jam, Bolingoli, Ayer, Edward, Christie, Laxalt, Kenny, Brown, Griffiths, Roger and Barkas. What is going on? That's the thing Alex There seems to yeah. be so many things That just add to the frustration For Celtic fans There's Giovanni listing yeah. Just how big a rebuild job If Celtic didn't have a manager in yeah. place But they had a, a good squad Full of players that yeah. were under contract For a long time There maybe wouldn't be as much frustration But the fact that There is a huge rebuild job yeah. The fact that What's gone before this season And now It's culminated in this Yeah listen The the old phrase goes with Fell fell asleep at at the wheel And the lack of planning Gordon That's uh, Sorry Andrew That's what I said Earlier on You know The the start of the season They have They've they've just chased The holy grail The ten uh, And it's it's caved in But the structure Which is actually left behind uh, And Giovanni's right there Because the amount of players That he's actually mentioned Now I say there may well be ten But it could possibly be more and then you still have to negotiate fees for Edward because you know he's not going to be there. You know there, and I'll I'll go as far as to say, see if I'm guys like Callum McGregor who's put an unbelievable shift in, a terrific player who's had quite a poor season by his standards. I'm sitting there having known that Brendan Rodgers, who is a terrific manager, won the FA Cup. If he came chapping again, would you take a nibble at that? Because he'll be sitting there. All the players will be sitting there at a moment and going like that. They'll be looking at what's actually going on at the club and going, as I've keep re- rephrasing. Is a shambles They need clarity They need to know where they're going And it's not just the, the the supporters It's the players as well Giovanni were you quite confident That Eddie Howe was, was going to be Celtic's next manager Or did you always have that, that seed of doubt Just because of what had happened this season Because of the length of time it's taken And because he was out of work for so long Yes I always had my doubt The other thing as well The backroom staff issue he would have known. He would have been talking to these guys. Or his friends, he's worked with them before. He would have known whether they were coming or no. Eddie Howes, to me, has just turned around and stuck the middle finger up at Celtic. He'll walk into a job in the next two or three weeks down south. You wait and see. 
guaranteed. You, you don't you don't keep people hanging on for thirteen weeks just to go. I'm not having this. Something must have happened that he wasn't happy about because I am surprised. I'm surprised that this hasn't materialised because you don't wait thirteen weeks for a guy to go. Thanks very much of Celtic stature and then just walk into the sunset and leave everybody high and dry. Yeah, I mean, if these are guys that Eddie Howe has worked with previously, which he has, you'd think that in that three-month window, at some point it would have become clear that that these guys weren't going to follow him to Celtic. I I don't think that's a stumbling block. For me, I'm looking at the three guys who would have gave assurances to him. Otherwise, he would not... If that was a stumbling block, he would not have waited 13 weeks to then turn around at the last minute and go, oh, actually, this is not quite working out for me. He would have been in discussions, as Giovanni says, with these guys for the off. And don't forget... They've just presided over a season which is actually considered a failure, these guys, because Bournemouth are paying absolute fortunes. They still have the parachute and they couldn't even get to the playoff final. So, you know, it's not, and what I do know about football is Bournemouth will most certainly have to cut their budget again next year because they'll not have the resources. They'll try and offload some of the big hitters. So the coaching staff who are currently employed at Bournemouth will not have it easy next year. Giovanni, who would you like to see come in next? Well, I don't know. That's it. I really don't know I haven't a clue I'm sitting here saying If I was a football manager And I'm looking at that situation I know I've got to write off Two years of my career Of my CV To get things put right My goodness If you get it right You're a superstar But you ask me MD if you come in And turn that situation round It's incredible And if you look at what's happened Over the last day or two all the managerial vacancies now I'm not saying any of these guys when I come to Celtic but it does happen out there Allegri's went into Juventus Conte's got fired Zidane's out the door Coleman looks as though he's going next week I mean, it's never ending and, and we're talking about despite the fact that we were big European hitters many many years ago we are nowhere now and these guys wouldn't be interested in Celtic so I haven't a clue Alex, is, is the fact that there's no obvious candidate, candidate is yeah. that just another thing that, that builds the, the frustration yeah. and the anger? Yeah, possibly. You know, listen, I know Scotland fans won't thank me for this, but Steve Clark would most certainly come into the to the reckoning. Obviously, he's got, uh, you know, the Euros to contend with, but he would most certainly come into the bracket. He's done the job of getting them there uh, for the first time in over 20 years. So that's that's a potential candidate. But then you're scratching your head, you know, I hear uh, people talk about Jack Ross. Jack Ross is not ready for the Celtic job, knowing what he's he's done uh, this season anyway, uh, maybe somewhere down the line. But Celtic are all about the here and now. Well, unfortunately, we are going to have to leave it there. Thank you to Giovanni and Barhead for his call. I'm sure we could have done this until midnight, but we will be back next week, every weeknight from six o'clock. So much to talk about, so make sure to join us then. There's also Scotland games as well. They take Mm. on the Netherlands on Wednesday and Luxembourg on Sunday. But the big story, of course, Eddie Howe will not be the Celtic manager. I'm sure we'll get some developments on that story next week. So make sure to join us then. But what a way to start your bank holiday weekend. Because up next, it's GBX.